What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the cut. Sean, Christian, and Randy are back. Second episode of episode or of season three. All of your mediocre fantasy football advice. We're getting into it. It's May eighteenth. Who cares? We're getting into fantasy football. What's going on? Not too much, man. Uh, I, I told you guys beforehand. I'm trying to teach myself how to Photoshop so we can do some jersey swaps, and um, I guarantee they will be shitty. And <laughs> so hopefully, I learn quickly. I'm teaching myself with some YouTube u- tutorials, so it's exciting stuff, you know. Just a typical Monday night. I would love to see all of our listeners rag on you for how bad your photoshops are going to be. Just give yeah. it a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited too. <laughs> Randy, uh, just nothing much. I've been sitting around. Found out I'm graduating in two weeks, but other than that, yeah. nothing big. Good for you. Figured this day would never come. <laughs> that's what happens when you take a year and a half off school right um i am pretty much now moved into my new place it's been a insane four days getting everything moved in here but pretty much settled in um yeah, I, I think i'm contractually obligated to move in a week i don't know what the hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bullshit. It, yeah it, it, it was christian and then it was me so now it's you so start it's finding a sweet so you lazy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we'll go ahead and get right into it here. Uh, first, I want to mention, uh, we tweeted about it earlier today. We're bringing on some new writers. Um, I, I, I know Christian has already gotten a couple uh, people that, have in, that are interested. Obviously, you know, we don't have the ability to pay. We're, we're not making anything ourselves. We're doing this for fun. Um, but we can get your name out in front of tons of readers. We have been uh, increasing traffic on the website day by day. Um, so send us a DM uh, on one of our socials at the cut FFL. If, if you're interested, um, we're looking for people that can kind of specialize in a certain field when it comes to fantasy football um, and just a, a, a broad topic, but obviously you can get more, you can get more uh, in depth with it. So uh, Christian, you got anything more to add for that? No, I mean, we, we've we added, I think, 10 or so writers now. Um, we've already got them working on projects. They already reached out um, to, to get some approval for some articles, and, and they're working on some exciting things, and, and I'm excited to read them. I'm excited to get that in front of a ton of people. So if you guys are interested or know someone who might be interested, uh, like Sean said, we, we don't have the ability to pay, but... We are going to get you in front of a, a pretty good following. I mean, we've got over 2,000, almost 2,500 Twitter followers. Uh, we've got 100 people following us on Facebook, but we're in a bunch of Facebook groups as well. So uh, it's a good tool to kind of get your name out there and hopefully grow your, your writing. Under also, us. if we could, uh, if we did have the ability to pay, I would be pretty upset seeing that I haven't seen a single <laughs> paycheck yet. That's true. Just saying. Yep, I would right. also be upset. <laughs> and then um, we absolutely need people to leave us Apple Podcast reviews. Uh, if we can get into the top fantasy football podcast, we will reach out to more people. Obviously, more people means more listeners, uh, more people visiting their website, which kind of goes back to the new writers thing, so you can get your name out there more. So tell your friends about us. Um, you, our listeners, um, are our marketers due to a limited marketing budget of zero. So... <laughs> Um, whatever you guys can do, just get us out there, help us grow. Uh, this is where this is going to be year two of us getting into it. Once, once August comes around, 
we we're we're excited we're going to be bringing you more stuff so just do what you can get us out there leave us some reviews um and then today it's pretty simple we're just going to do our first uh ppr mock draft of the season what we did was um these boys are sharing their screen with me so i have i have my fingers on the controls here we're going to do a pretty standard draft um standard uh positions one quarterback two running backs three wide receivers one tight end two, uh two flex six bench spots in the defense no kickers because kickers suck and boo kickers retweet so uh and we randomized the pick in a 12 team draft unfortunately we are the eighth pick i'm not happy about it i know they're not happy about it but sometimes you're not happy about your draft spot and you make a list <laughs> This is the kind of draft spot me and Christian always get anyway, so... You seem to have random time. Yeah, oh, and eighth is like, if it's a 12-team league, that's fourth place. That sounds about right for where I finish every year, too. So, <laughs> uh, this is basically my... See, I'm my not going to argue that one. He was going <laughs> to oh, take yeah, it I'm out. Not, he gets taken no. out by me, you, or Sleet, and I love it every year. Yeah, it's garbage. <laughs> or Frank. Frank, too, like yeah. Frank beats me a little bit. Shut up, Frank. <laughs> All right, boys, we ready to get this started? Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's do it. Do, 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 do. Here we go. <laughs> it's awful. All right. So I went ahead and started the mock draft here. Um, so just updating everybody on the first couple of picks. Uh, McCaffrey, no surprise, number one. Uh, Saquon, number two. Christian, unfortunately, Michael Thomas didn't fall to eight because he went at three. That's, uh, then, that's surprising to me. But. So six of the first seven uh, are running backs with Kamara, Cook, Elliott, and Henry coming off the board after that. So we are on the clock with the eighth pick. So basically what we're going to do is we're all going to kind of give our input and we'll uh, try to come to an agreement. To me, it's this guy that's staring us right in the face, Devontae Adams. <laughs> well, why don't, why don't you give a quick rundown of like the top five for us here? Uh, so. Adams, Mixon, Hopkins, Julio are the four that come up on the uh, spot here. Uh, I th- I personally think with three receivers, um, I, I think we should go we lock one up already because the top tier of running backs is kind of already gone. I would say Mixon is kind of in tier two. Um, and I, I think at, with our next pick, we could probably still snag a guy that's in tier two. So I'm I my vote would be Adams. Yeah, I, I think I would go with Adams as well with Hopkins sort of uncertainty. I mean, you know, he's the alpha in Arizona, but I mean, it's a new team, a new situation. Um, I, I think I would have Devontae ranked above him. And then Julio, you have to assume Julio is going to decline at some point, right? I mean, no, he is. He no, might be one of the greatest ever, but he, he, he will. He, he'll start declining when he's 75. Yeah, exactly. I, also, I don't think that Atlanta's going to throw as much next year. So I, I think Devontae Adams, with what the Packers did in not taking any receivers, I think Devontae Adams is in a prime spot to be a top probably three receiver this year. Randy? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a running back early type guy, but just because of the draft board here, we're hoping one of these next level running backs fall to us. I, I say Adams, too. Okay. Uh, Definitely not my enough. favorite strategy, but that's what happens when you pick an eight. Yep. <laughs> Your and strategy so, goes out the window. <laughs> so we went with Devontae Adams. Um, so then 
so we saw Julio, Aaron Jones, Leonard Fournette, Kenyon Drake, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Hopkins, Austin oh. Eckler, and Nick Chubb. This Leonard, is Fournette, not how I Leonard thought. Fournette and Kenyon Drake over Joe Mixon. That is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, um, hey, well, Mixon might hold out for the entire year. Who knows? So, okay. If, yeah. So obviously, I don't like looking at positions this early. Um, right now, according to Fantasy Pros, the best available player is Tyreek Hill. I do have to say, if we pair Adams with Hill, that's pretty ridiculous as our top two. Um, but then you look at the running backs. You got Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and Todd Gurley. This is going to get ugly if we don't go one of these guys now. And we're going to have to wait a decent amount of time before our next pick. If I had to throw one out there, I would say probably Sanders. I I agree. Just because we have to wait a lot of picks before our next one, we may be. I really don't want to. I really don't want to pass on Hill, but I feel like yeah, I I I I would definitely pick Hill ahead, but because we went wide receiver last, I don't want to go like a no RB strategy here. So let's try and balance it out. I say Sanders over Josh Jacobs just because the Raiders now have three quote-unquote running backs that they want to use, and <laughs> the Eagles have two that they like. So, And yeah. Sanders is the lead, and he catches the ball occasionally. Yeah. See, I'm also on board with this because I'm, I, I put some ideas together for articles, and as much as I hate it, with Josh Jacobs on my dynasty team, but I'm I'm weary of Josh Jacobs this year just with how they've added pass catchers to basically take over the DeAndre Washington role. And I, I don't know why they're doing it. I don't know why Josh Jacobs can't catch passes for them, but Miles Sanders is probably in line for the workhorse. I know it's still May and they might sign someone like Devontae Freeman or someone like that, but yeah, I'd I'd probably lean Sanders, but honestly, I'd probably lean Hill overall here. Well, I, we picked, I, we picked I, yeah. Well, we and we agree yeah. with you. We we like ranking wise, Hill was the pick, but we don't want to yeah. go no RB strategy. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not my favorite. So for the rest of the second round, then after we took Sanders, you had Hill, Godwin, Juju, Beckham. Kelsey Evans Cup. So you saw every other pick besides Kelsey in the second round was a wide receiver. Then on the turn, you had Kittle, Mahomes, Jackson. So the first two quarterbacks off the board, Todd Gurley, Galladay, Jacobs, and Cooper. I think we made the right choice here. Um, yeah. We we almost lucked out and got Jacobs to fall. <laughs> yeah. Might have been really right now, I would say I'm split between Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and Allen Robinson here. You have DJ Moore still on the board for receivers. Uh, Robinson, Moore, Adam Thielen, Keenan Allen. For running backs, you have Edward Hilaire, Gordon, who Christian wanted to stay away from, uh, Chris Carson, Le'Veon Bell, Jonathan Taylor. So my vote actually goes to DJ Moore, despite the, the Fantasy Pros recommendation. I think in our consensus rankings, those two are done. Allen Robinson and DJ Moore and DJ Moore came out just ahead um, of Allen Robinson. I think DJ Moore is going to have a good year. I am a little worried about the quarterback situation. People are on Twitter talking about PJ Walker, which 
Teddy Bridgewater is their starter. I just don't know. I think DJ Moore benefits from that the most. I think Robbie and Curtis Samuel might take a larger hit if he's the long-term starter, but I would go DJ Moore. He's a stud, and I think it's value here. I Okay, so, Sean, which way are you leaning? Because I want to bring up. If I had to pick between who? Just, I mean, you're picking. You I would see the say. Board. I'm saying Rob. I I want to. I would like to go Robinson here. Okay. Well, because I was going to bring Nick, Nick Foles is going to need somebody to throw to. Oh, of course. And and we saw Trubisky. either no. way. Either no, way, no. We, we saw Trubisky love throwing Robinson because that's the only one he could throw to. And I I do love both those guys. I do want to bring up that I think Clyde the Glide here would be great as well. But it's probably not top of my list just because it's not a clear cut if he gets the workload or not. Out of those two. Yeah, oh, you're, Lord, you're the top I, Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, crap. Because um, I would be okay with either one, but I lean wrong. Yeah. I lit- like they're basically t- like they're both wide receiver ones on their team. They're wide receiver end of end of wide receiver one territory, wide receiver twos. And. Oh, they're both on real bad teams, so they're going to be throwing a lot. I, Can you know, I interrupt you I, really quick? Okay. Just with one more thing. Um, I am changing my mind. I So I remember what I statted Allen Robinson to get, and it was something like 150 targets. I don't know what uh, Sweet has DJ Moore getting, but I'll go with the guy who I think is going to get 150 targets. All right. Well, let's go on Robinson. Where were, where were you going to go? I was going to go so I was going to go DJ Moore specifically because there's not a QB competition and Bridgewater's better than both Foles and Trubisky to me. But I know you don't particularly feel that same way necessarily, but I'm fine with Allen Robinson. Sean, you get the pick. Well, we went you already picked Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I I just I I like Allen Robinson is just a a very um, underappreciated receiver. Um, no one really talks about him, but he's consistently near the top um, per week when it comes to fantasy points. And that's what Mitch Trubisky, who we all know isn't a great quarterback, whereas Nick Foles is going to air it out if he does become the starter better than what Trubisky does. So I think Robinson's value is even going to go higher if if they do make the quarterback switch. So um, we went Robinson there. So right now we are looking at Adams and Robinson as our receivers, Miles Sanders as a running back, uh, Edward Tiller, DJ Moore, Zach Ertz, and Adam Thielen wrap up the third round. Turn into the fourth, Jonathan Taylor, Robert Woods, which I'm a little upset about. I was hoping that he would fall because I think he is due for an insane season. AJ Brown and Keenan Allen. So we're back on the board with the 405. This is where it gets tough. Because if you look at running backs and to fill out our at least four of our starting five, Melvin Gordon is the fancy pro suggestion, even though we all don't feel good about yeah. that. You also have Not Carson Bell, David Johnson, who is in an, I think he's an intriguing pick here, but you might be able to wait. Um, and then James Conner, whereas I don't want to go quarterback yet, obviously with the top two off the no. board and then tight end. The big two, the big three of Kittle, Ertz, um, and Kelsey are all gone. So 
I think it's wide, running back or wide receiver. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I do truly love Cortland Sutton. Uh, but for me, I'm picking Chris Carson there just because it's an offense that runs the ball a ton and he is their workhorse as long as he holds on the football. Yeah, uh, he it doesn't, doesn't sound like the job penny is going to be ready anytime soon. No, I, I think they're hoping like a midseason return for him, honestly, which kind of sucks. But uh, I, I really like Chris Carson, and he's kind of been a workhorse for the last two years. I'm okay with him being our RB2, especially because we can get a couple more role players at running back. Whereas if we wait, we're just hoping best case probably Le'Veon Bell falls to us here. And I'd rather get Bell as well and be more safe at that position. Yeah, so I, I would also lean Chris Carson here, but I really love Calvin Ridley this year. Um, I, I was just talking about Julio declining. Um, if you look at the advanced stat, stats for for Calvin Ridley, it, they kind of blow you away. Um, he was like a top 10 receiver last year in a lot of the advanced stats. Obviously, he didn't finish as a top 10 receiver, but you have to assume that with no Mo Sanu, um, his target share might come up a little bit. I know most new left halfway through the year, but I'm still going Carson here because uh, like Randy and, and you, Sean, talked about, Rashad Penny's not there to eat into his workload yet. So when that time comes, maybe that we could trade him from our team. And Yeah, I, I, he's going to come out strong out of the gate. I think that's just going to happen especially with how the end of his season kind of went with getting hurt as well as right before that he was kind of fumble happy. I think he's, I would hope he's been working on that at his house. Uh, <laughs> just hopefully not fumbling anything at his house. That'd be great. <laughs> then hopefully he could, I mean, we're, he's, we're not asking him to be our RB one here. We're asking him to just be a perfect RB two for us and continually get those yards kind of like, uh, Derrick Henry role as an RP2. And here's the problem, too, is we're at the 405 right now. Uh, ahead of us, one, two, three, four. Four teams only have one running back. One team has zero. So, <laughs> yeah. Running backs, I think, are going to start to go again. So, I don't want to be stuck with a tier uh, that consists of, you know, David Johnson. Um, James Conner, Devin Singletary, Mark Ingram, like then it gets scary. Yeah. Honestly, for me, in most cases in redraft, I want to have three starting running backs by round five. Yeah. I mean, that's just it. And I it will happily go the first three rounds running backs. It's just we were at pick eight and the value just wasn't there. Okay. And so, <laughs> so Chris Carson will be our pick there. Yep. Uh, then we saw Ridley, Diggs, Hooper, Waller, Gordon, Green, Bell. Then in round five, Cooks, McLaurin, Sutton, Parker, Hilton, Lockett, Hunt. So we're back on the clock here. With Kareem the Hunt five. in the fifth? Hey. Oh, He's man. So, so, yeah. Some people are taking that uh, underrated thing to freaking heart, man, of last week. Are you kidding me? You do know this is a simulation. This is computer people. It's yeah, we're with computer, but it's from other people doing mods. Yeah, you know yeah. that. Right? It's, 
So let's talk about Kareem Hunt just for a second. I have him statted out to be, he's going to finish as like an RB3. I, I don't, yeah. Like he, Nick Chubb is too good for Kareem Hunt to eat into his workload significantly. He'll eat into it a lot, but it, it's not going to be, you're not going to be happy with Kareem Hunt in the fifth, I don't think. That's gross. <laughs> All right. So for, for our eighth pick in the fifth round, uh, right now, DJ Chark, Mark Andrews, DK Metcalf, Dak Prescott, Jarvis Landry are the five that are here. Um, I would almost lean, if we were going to go receiver, I would almost lean Metcalf here, but I don't like pairing two guys from the same team, especially this early. So for me, I think DJ Chark is the obvious choice. What what are the options at running back, please? <laughs> David Johnson, Devin Singletary, James Conner, Mark Ingram. Gross. 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 Who would you take out of those? Me Johnny, personally, me personally, think. Singletary. Hmm. See, I'd I'd be worried about Moss. I know. I'd he, I'd be more worried about David Johnson being on the field. And same thing with James Conner, but that's probably where I'd lean. Is James Conner. I say Singletary because you're literally drafting him at basically at his production last year as a second RB on his team, basically, and he's going to get more workload than that. I yeah. The reason I lean Johnson is, A, change of sceneries sometimes work out for the better. Something happened in Arizona. We don't know. He uh, lost a step. That's what happened. Yeah. He might have, but he might have just quit. It's very possible he just didn't care anymore once they brought in Kenyon Drake. I think that's a possibility. But Bill O'Brien has already come out and said that he's going to be a three down back. We've seen it in the past with David Johnson that he can do both run and he's a great pass catcher out of the backfield. And he's happy. He he he's already been quoted about how happy he is to be in Houston. He's happy for the fresh start. And to get him as your third running back, he has the ability to be a he has the potential to be a top tier RB two, whereas I don't think that's the ceiling for Singletary or Connor or Ingram because they're all going to be competing with other guys. See, to me, I think he has the same season Carlos Hyde had last year. So, oh, he's going to get a thousand yards. That's great. But he also finished RB thirty one. But Hyde, in a year, Hyde, in a year that running backs got hurt a lot. But Hyde doesn't catch passes. David Johnson does. But he won't I, because they have Duke Johnson. Yeah, so that's that's what I wanted to bring up. I don't understand what we all doing know. We all know my feelings of Duke Johnson. Well, I I saw him personally play last year and catch a lot of balls that were very crucial, especially against the Patriots. He dominated that game. Yeah. All right. So my vote here is DJ Chark. Uh, Same here. <laughs> so I, just because I think we can get like one of those guys on our well. Turn. Yeah. We can't. I mean, we can't agree on a running back right here. Yeah. So there's no and point my, in us taking Mark. Mark Andrews scares the hell out of me. I we our our last show. I said if you're taking Mark Andrews in the fourth or fifth round, I think you're wrong. I think <laughs> late six is where he should be drafted because that gives you some wiggle room with his touchdown regression this year. Okay, well, here we are mid sixth. Is he still right. available or did he go? No, he went. All right. So uh, after we took DJ Chark. Uh, Landry, Connor, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, Debo Samuel. Then in the sixth round, Will Fuller, David Johnson, Julian Edelman, Mark Ingram. So right now we would be looking at Andrews, 
Dak Prescott. So my next, my per- preference there of DK Metcalf did actually fall to the sixth round, as did Devin Singletary. Mm-hmm. Dak is intriguing, but this is the sixth round, and I hate taking quarterbacks this high. Yeah, I. What's your guys' general? Like, I usually say late eighth, ninth is when I would. If someone looking. if someone falls to the seventh, yeah, I'm okay with it. But I have it, to it's have just, that guy fall to me, or I'm not going to. Yeah, and if it if that ha- if I went in the seventh, it's because a guy is falling that I truly believe is a top five this year, and that's still a reach yeah. to me personally, just because you can get the number six guy in the ninth round. You know what I mean? I also, so, I also waited on Lamar Jackson, and I got him in like the eleventh round. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, can you cl- click on quarterbacks and let's look at who's left, basically? Dak, so, yeah. Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen. I am um, yeah. fine with and any of those guys. So exactly, well, and that's, that's right there where we move. Go. To, can you click tight ends too? Because I want to. I just want to rule that out, basically. Mark Andrews, Tyler Higby, Evan Ingram, Hunter Henry. No, 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 and no. See, so, that's what I'm Not saying. Right I, I that's what I mean. Like Mark Andrews, I do believe is somewhat of value here, just so where we're at in the round. But I personally would rather wait and get someone and else. So to I me, think so. Right now, we have two running backs, three wide receivers. I I would be okay locking up the third running back here, um, and because I think wide receiver is deeper than running back, I would feel good about Devin Singletary here. So I'm I'm looking at your screen now though, and I know you're thinking if you fuck, here. If you fucking say that that's, second that's, guy, that's who I'm you leaving the call. I will leave the call. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not over Singletary. Not David Montgomery. Not over Singletary. No. You really don't think so? One of I the reasons re- is because we already have Allen Robinson. Again, I don't like True. taking you guys from the same team this early. True. The, yeah. The only. Especially in the top 10 rounds, the only same team I'm looking at is like a quarterback receiver type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's fair. But I think I would probably rather, in general, have Montgomery over Singletary. Just because I, Montgomery and and Co- like Montgomery's the, the early down back. Cohen's okay. not competing for carries. And the reason Montgomery finished where he did last year was because Mike Davis got those carries. That's not going to happen this year. Yeah, but I'm really. De- Devin Singletary can run a first and second down and did well last year, but he's Isn't also their receiving back. Yeah. Matt Nagy's an idiot. Facts. It's true. And that yeah. offense is bad. Yeah, we don't want two shares of their offense. I yeah. will agree. I, I want their best player, which is Robinson. Yes. Yeah. Just just like on the old Lions, I wanted Megatron and nothing else. I didn't want no one else. <laughs> that is it. And I want Singletary yeah. for the Bills. And that's so any any consideration between Metcalf or Boyd over Singletary here? Metcalf yeah. possibly, but again, okay. he he does Carson. have a smaller route tree. He has a wide receiver too, clearly on his team. And we we're looking for Carson. yeah, we're looking for huge plays with Metcalf. I'd rather get the safer running back. All right, so we'll go Singletary here. So that locks up our first flex spot. So right now we're looking at. Miles Sanders, Chris Carson, Devin Singletary, Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, DJ Chark. That is a versatile pick on all wide receivers, the best on their team, clear top guys too. So after we took Singletary, you saw a little bit of a run on quarterbacks here at the back of the sixth. Uh, Dak Prescott went at 609, and then in the seventh round, 
Um, a couple notables, Tyler Boyd, Marvin Jones, Henry Ruggs, so the first rookie receiver off the board in the seventh round, and then Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson back-to-back, which brings it back to us. Uh, so right now we are looking for another flex play, a tight end, and a quarterback to round out our starting lineup. When you look at the quarterbacks, you do have Josh Allen, you have Tom Brady, you have Matt Ryan, you have Drew Brees. I am shocked that Drew Brees is the fourth guy in this list. Continue to get no respect. Um, One young guy that runs and three old guys. Love it. (laughs) So wide receivers, Christian Kirk, Jameson Crowder, Sterling Shepard, Emmanuel Sanders. I don't like any of those guys, really, especially Kirk. Um, And then running backs, Raheem Mostert, James White, Cam Akers, Tariq Cohen tight end, Hunter Henry, Evan Ingram, Tyler Higby, Jared Cook. This is where it starts to get a little bit foggy because I am not a fan of anyone in those skill positions. Um, so could you bring up the like the actual draft pick so that we can like see the teams? Like that view? The board? Yeah, the board. Yeah. What I just want to see uh, what teams have quarterbacks and what don't. So, every team, okay, so... Six teams. Yeah, six teams. And yeah, then but so there's six teams left that don't. But none of the guys ahead of us, when it goes from the seventh to the eighth, have one. Yeah, I would rather... Personally, I would rather wait on that QB. This is a weird pick. <laughs> this is really weird, because part of me wants to say take one of those tight ends, but I'd also be fine with waiting still. Because uh, we can get like Noah Fan or Gronk much later and still be fine. Yeah, I I would vote Raheem Mostert here. Yes, <laughs> because I think with uh, Matt Breida leaving town, I I would like I don't really like Tevin Coleman. I think I've been pretty vocal about that last year. Um, and and I think Mostert's going to be their lead back, and I think he's going to. I mean, it's going to suck if. If we were to have this actual team and we start Mostert and they go with Coleman and Mostert gets 10 touches. But I don't think that's going to happen as often because I yeah, think Mostert is clearly their best back there. Mostert <laughs> got 10 touches most of the time last year and he was that dominant. So it's true. If I had to throw a hat in the ring, mine here would actually be Sterling Shepard. I think he's going to be healthy going into this year. I know that the injury risk is there, but um, I, I, I'm, I'm not a huge – I don't necessarily believe in Darius Slayton. With, I, and I just think Sterling Shepard has shown that he's good. Um, I don't like Christian Kirk, and I don't, I don't want to touch Adam Gase's offense with a 10-foot pole with James Crowder. At least this early. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so I would maybe – I would personally, I would probably lean Shepard here. Because I'm, and part of that is I'm not a huge fan of Mostert to begin with, and I don't, I, I hate picking James White in drafts. I just hate <laughs> it. Yeah, but for your for your RB four though, <laughs> right? Yeah. It, so I, I do want to make a case for Christian Kirk, um, but he I, it's I, very possible he could be the third receiver on his own team. He wasn't though, even last year. Like he was the wide receiver one for them last year. Yeah, but we don't know what's going to happen when Hopkins comes in. Plus, well, Fitzgerald in slot. Well, we know Hopkins is going to be the one. <laughs> we don't right, have to. Right. We don't have to make but a I guess think, on that. <laughs> I think Kirk is the clear two. I think Larry's the yeah. third option. But how much can we really trust Kyler Murray to keep up multiple pass, like multiple receivers, what? when he runs 
a lot still. I well, and, and I am starting the stat out for them, and I do think he's going to be running a little bit less. And it's a very pass happy attack in Arizona uh, with Klingsbury's offense. Honestly, their their running playbook really isn't great, to be honest with you. Uh, Plus, I, let's not forget Kenyon Drake is re-signed with them, and and yes. he catches passes too. Exactly. That's yeah. I I think. I mean, I really think Kyler's probably thrown over 4,000 yards this year. Uh, especially, It's mainly just because Hopkins is there, so I can. he's going to have a guy he can completely trust now. And I, I really think he's going to grow a lot this year. Kirk so, just – Kirk scares me this year. I, I think – I mean, I say worst case, Kirk probably gets 850 yards. I, I would probably say close to 1,000 for sure. Probably like what right. Michael Gallup got last year. So if you guys had to pick, to because we gotta move on here, yeah, yeah. are we going Mostert or are we going Kirk then? Mostert for me. So that would give us Same. four running backs, three receivers. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm right. cool with that. Mostert is the pick. Same thing you brought up before, Sean. Receiver depth is there. Running back True. isn't. Running back we're drafting handcuffs in a couple rounds. All right. So <laughs> Christian Kirk just got back to us. We decided not to take a quarterback. So, James um, so you saw Tyler Higby come off for tight ends, uh, Jameson Crowder, CeeDee Lamb, Sterling Shepard, and then Josh Allen was the only quarterback to come off the board before our next pick. Um, so right now we're looking at uh, Evan Ingram as uh, the top tight end on the board. I, I feel very good about this right here and Mr. Drew Brees. As the top quarterback, um, slightly over one, I would be okay with actually Breeze or Wentz here. Um, or Matt Ryan, or if we want to look at the tight end position, maybe you do go Evan Ingram and then because, or but I mean, you guys seem to be on the Christian Kirk train and he did fall to us here. Well, you could use another receiver as well. For for me, it's between Christian Kirk, um. Get, go back to running backs. James White and um, who else fell that I saw? Uh, Cam, yeah, Cam Akers. Because Cam Akers, Akers does have the same buy as Sanders, though. Good point. Um, so, see, I mean, let me make a case to not pick a quarterback here, really quick. Okay. Um, the I think every team except for one has a quarterback on our next turn, which means that. Yeah, we're we're gonna get either Drew Brees or Wentz. Wentz, and yeah, I'm cool I mean, with either one of them. I'm cool with waiting even later, especially now that most. I mean, how many quarterbacks are gone now? Nine, uh, eight, eight, eight. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I'm cool with waiting on quarterback. Um, if I had this pick, I'd probably go Kirk. I don't like having Evan Ingram on my teams, uh, just <laughs> he, because. He, he gets hurt man. so freaking much. Yeah. Yeah. My only concern is after Ingram, Mike Kosecki, Noah Fant, TJ Hawkinson. Like, I what? I'm fine with Fant personally. I'm cool with Kosecki too. Yeah, and if you scroll down a bit, there's going to be Gronk and uh, a couple others. I can't remember who's next. The only issue I, is I'd be cool with taking it. At... No, no, no. No, we're not taking Herndon. I told you, I'm not touching Adam Gase. <laughs> so I, so all right. So Christian Kirk or James White? 
I lean Kirk again because I don't I don't want to touch James White, especially with not having Tom Brady. See, and that's why I do want to make the case for James White here is because they have a million running backs every year. Yes, but James White is going to be on the field, uh, and he's going to be the pass catching back of the group, hundred percent. And Jared Stidham's new quarterback may be throwing a bunch of short routes. That's so I don't want to go. I, I also don't want to go five running backs, three uh, receivers. Yeah, I, that's what I just want to bring up that James White will be ultra productive this year to me, but <laughs> it's a three wide receiver starting league with flexes. I think we should grab a a really good fourth wide receiver that most likely will get close to a thousand yards and probably like five touchdowns. So sounds perfect to me. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, right. I, I'm in on whichever, I, honestly. We'll go. I, I, yeah. So I, I think snagging another receiver here was probably the best pick. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you saw a lot more receivers go. Gary Judy, Alshon Jeffrey, Anthony Miller, Mike Williams, Darius Slayton. Uh, James White also went in the eighth. And then Denzel Mims, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Robbie Anderson, Darius Geis. So that means it's back to us. Both Breeze and Wentz fell to us here. Um, and then Gronk, is, Gronk and Noah Fan are the two best tight ends on the board because it's the ninth round i would i would be okay going quarterback here um if you look at the draft board the teams in front of us there's still three of them that need to take a quarterback i think this is where they're going to go so chance so you might miss out on breeze wentz and brady i if i had to pick one of these three i would go breeze and then Wentz would be a close second you don't think Matt Ryan's going to finish as a top 12 guy this year, though? I, I, I hate relying on Matt Ryan. I, I just hate it. I mean, it's because, because you, like, we don't know which season it is. I mean, you look at his stats, it's the every other season thing with him. And last year was his down. So I have to assume he comes back up. For, for my usual draft strategy here, just looking at how the QB board is and how many teams still need it, for me, I would skip it here and just see what happens on the turn. Uh, and if a couple go, that sucks to an extent, but great, because then we can get Baker later when no one else needs a quarterback. And hey, when we need to stream a guy, we can get Tua down the road or Herbert, or we can get Kirk Cousins down there. I mean, it, it, for me, I think I, this is where our strategies differ, especially between you and me, because yeah. I, I always say I wait on a quarterback too. This is where I like to take them because you still get some of these proven guys, like a, and like Drew Brees or Carson well, Wentz. For for me, I would definitely be taking Wentz here or those, just because I think he has the highest upside. Brees kind of took a dip last year to a certain extent. So did Brady. Uh, Ryan should be good, but could take that dip as well. We never really know. Uh, so that's that's exactly because. Because I do have question marks on those, and I'm not sure it's a set and forget it quarterback for me. That's why I'm more ready and willing to be a streaming guy. Okay. Especially with guys like Baker still on the board, who we do expect their passing offense to get bolstered a ton. I'm just not in love with any of these skill players. So So let me make 
a really quick case for Philip Lindsay. <laughs> okay, no, hold on. No, no, no. I, no, I'm not listening. <laughs> I, I, I refuse. No, Philip Lindsay. Why great. though? I I think he's the better of the two backs there. I yeah, think I, really I would go Cam Akers out of those. Sure, two. but you have Akers, you have Breida, and you have Carrion Johnson. I would take any of those three over Lindsay. Yeah, I I'm taking out of those I, running backs. I'm taking Akers because they drafted him high because they don't trust the guys they brought in before. Out of those, I, I mean, I'd go Lindsay then Carrion then Akers. Wow, I I, I don't. I don't think the timeshares that carry on and Lindsay will be in are going to hinder them. I think they're going to help them. I think you I think, forget how good Melvin Gordon is when he's healthy. He's not though. Like Philip Lindsay was better than him last year. Melvin Gordon also held out for six weeks. Sure. I, but Philip Lindsay then, was that better game to, to game. No. Yeah. And then and he took the two beginning weeks of the season. All right, what are the receivers here, Sean? <laughs> Before not, me yeah, and Christian argue agree. for an hour. Justin Jefferson, Eek. Preston Williams, yeah, Curtis Samuel. Going to, uh, yeah, I'd rather just wait. Out of those, it's definitely Justin Jefferson, although props to the boy Preston Williams. But I, yeah, I, I go if, Preston. if we're going to do this anyway, I would, I'd say we go quarterback, and I would say we go one. I, I mean, but my boy Matthew Stafford's right there, too. Stop See, it. again, that's what I was saying. <laughs> We could wait around and see what happens. Sure, but what do you want to take? And who do you want to take instead? Uh, for me, it's tight end or uh, Cam Akers, but apparently I was outvoted on the running backs there. So I, let's go. Do we go Gronk or Fant, though? Like, I, I think I'd rather have no Fant. I would too. <laughs> Gronk's got a better chance at touchdowns, I think, but Fant's got a better chance All of getting right, extra. We're going to Fant. If Carson Wentz falls, <laughs> we're taking Carson Wentz. So we will take Noah Fan uh, here. There's gonna be six quarterbacks going somehow. And then Jimmy G went. Ah! We will take Randy. We will take a break, <laughs> and we will be right back to get into round ten. Welcome back to the cut. We're on to round ten in our first mock draft of the 2020 season. We saw Hunter Renfro, Cam Akers, Curtis Samuel, Matt Breida come off the board in round ten. We are on the clock. We are still in need of a quarterback. We have four receivers. We have four running backs. We have a tight end. Eileen Carson Wentz here. Out of these, I agree with uh, Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford kind of tie for a close 1B type deal. Yes. Um, What are the skill positions? Right now, you'd be looking at... Lindsey, Carrion, Damian Williams, Ronald Jones, Jordan Howard. So none of the receivers would rank up there. The best receiver available is Preston Williams. See, mm-hmm. this is my thing. Is all the other teams that needed to draft a quarterback did, so now we're the only ones that haven't. <laughs> I but none of these guys, <laughs> I think you can guarantee like I'm okay. Like I think Wentz is probably at the top end of this tier. Whereas not, like if one of these, if someone fell that I was interested in, then yeah, I, in the flex spot, I would agree. But I, I none of these guys jump off. To me. Sean, uh, really quick, you're going to be just shocked when you see how many fantasy points I statted out for Matthew Stafford. I'm not Matthew's, getting into this, dude. I'm not getting into this. <laughs> for, <laughs> I, I dropped it down a little bit, Randy, from the last. Uh, time we thank talked, God but. for for listeners. Me and Christian have been on, I think, a three week argument over Matt Stafford, <laughs> and it's just amazing. 
because we'll we both we both really what. like him. But Here's Christian, what we're gonna do: we're Christian gonna gets settle. those my guys and never shut the hell up. Our <laughs> listeners are gonna settle the score. We're gonna po- post a poll: Is Matthew Stafford elite? Yes or no? That's not the no, argument. No, no, I'm no, no. That is all. Oh, oh, this guy. I said he was on an elite pace last year. I didn't say he you is know, elite now. And then, and then <laughs> you said you could double the amount of things he did. Like, oh yeah, he only played eight games, so he was yeah, on like, clearly transitions. Pace, clearly transitions to sixteen. Go Carson His first Wentz. Game so we can move elite. on. Yeah, let's oh, go. You guys, were, hit him. you guys were arguing. I picked Carson. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> so J.K. Dobbins came off the board in the tenth. Carry on Johnson, Marlon Mack in the tenth round. Thank you. For the love of God, thank you for that. Um, Daryl Henderson in the 11th. Devontae Freeman comes off as a free agent. Latavius Murray. So we have all of our positions filled other than the defense. We have five more bench spots to work with. Now I'm okay with going best player available here. Uh, and Obviously, other than so between wide receiver and running back. And the oh God, the best player available is Duke Johnson, of course. That's not. That's not happening. That's gross. Um, you guys are not happening. I was going to suggest opening like, up on tight ends. I kind of like Deshaun Jackson to pair with Carson Wentz as our fifth receiver. I don't. Mm. I would I rather have a little early for him. I'd rather have Williams or Hardman. But the issue with Williams is he has the same buy as Robinson. So, now I think when you start to look at bye weeks a little bit. Kind of, I, but that's like our. I, so why you the only, yeah, but also two of our running backs have that buy as well, so I can see the argument. Listen, I'd rather have the best team and lose one week than <laughs> have a team that I deem worse because four guys were out one week and I couldn't do that to myself. Sure. Christian, you what really want to pair Noah Fan with Mike Isicki right now? I don't. Fuck, fuck that. I, yeah, I know you. you guys don't. I just think... We didn't get a top tier tight end. And do we pair him with Gronk instead? So I am Dude. slightly worried about Gasicki because um, the the offense that they run doesn't necessarily feature tight ends. But I don't think Mike Gasicki is a normal or tight end. Do we pair Wentz with Goddard? Don't. <sighs> I I know I'm the one that advocated for this. And I'll kind of walk it back. Like, this is what would go through my head in a draft. We just spent a pick, what, two rounds ago on Noah Fant. We can probably wait and get someone like Jonu Smith with our last pick, and we can just kind of go whoever's playing and whoever's doing well at that Dude, point. For for me, it's a running back and receiver. I don't even think it's a question. All right, so then you're looking at Duke Johnson, Naeem Hines, Boston Scott. Preston Williams, Deshaun Jackson, Michael Hardman. That, like I said, Preston Williams or Hardman to me. I'm not going to rely on Deshaun Jackson. Can I pose the question? Do we want to get our um, handcuff with Boston Scott so we always have the pass catching running back for Carson Wentz? Because it's this early, I'm going to say no, only because I think Philly signed somebody else. I, I personally think Philly has a great chance to sign Carlos Hyde, to be honest with you. So, so I'm going to say Boston, because that would make Boston Scott irrelevant. Yeah. Mm, I Somewhat. somewhat. I think he'll, yeah, I think he'll have a role. It won't be as featured. But but it, won't, yeah. it won't be fantasy. Right. But. 
so I'd go Christian. I'm okay with I'm okay with Han- with Hardman. Okay, so Williams or Hardman, or, Christian? Or For, but I mean, like I said, Williams, White. you're running. Okay, then we're gonna run yeah. into the week eleven bye, but that's fine. We'll go. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's only two receivers. Right that's that's the point I was making. It's only two receivers out of the five we already have. We only need to start three. We're gonna get another one down here. I was kind of hoping Jalen Rieger would fall to us to pair somebody with ones, but that didn't happen. He did go in the 11th. That's what I was hoping to. Antonio Gibson, or Anthony Gibson, and then Gronk did go in the 12th, and then T. Higgins. So we're back on the clock. We are looking at five and four. Five receivers, four running backs. Duke Johnson did drop to the 12th round. Um, Keep dropping. Yeah. No, thanks. And then best tight end right now would be Hayden Hurst, which no, thank you. Um, I would maybe think about Goddard here, but I don't know. This is where it gets tough. What's the wide receiver outlook here? DD, Deshaun Jackson, Nikhil Harry, Allen Lazard. And we already have Adam, so that kind of rolls out Lazard. Jeez. I don't like this. At all. Yeah, I don't like any of these. Uh, because of that, I'm gonna say <laughs> so to our listeners, once you get to like the eleventh, twelfth round of your draft, just close your eyes. And then just <laughs> no, you, to... you gotta pick high upside guys here. Uh guys that could fail, but because they are failing, they're not getting the high upside early, we can just cut them for whoever is. So because of that, I don't want to take a handcuff running back because then we feel like we should hang on to them. I would rather take another shot at receiver. And for me, I think that's Nikhil Harry. Uh, just because he's either going to be the wide receiver two guy on the outside for the Patriots, or he's not going to be used and we can move on. Yeah. He's, he's got the best chance out of the rest of these guys, mainly because Deshaun Jackson couldn't come back from injury last year. He's getting up in age. I don't want to rely on it, really. I understand, and because of that name value, it's going to be harder to drop him over Nikhil Harry if we need to. Christian, let me pose a question to you. We mm-hmm. already saw Ruggs, Lamb, Judy, Higgins, Mims, Rieger come off the board, so we can see kind of how this uh, lobby is leaning when it comes to drafting. I don't think Michael Pittman falls back to us. Would you consider Michael Pittman's upside here in the 12th round? Yes, definitely, because I think there's weeks he's going to be the number one target there. And honestly, and, looking at the receivers that are still here between Deshaun Jackson, D.D. Westbrook, Nikhil Harry, Alan Lazard, James Washington, Paris Campbell, uh, Phil Ayer, Fitzgerald, Corey Davis, I would almost rather take Michael Pittman than any of those guys. Yeah, but for, for me, it's between Harry and uh, Pittman there. But do we also want to stay firm with our four running backs and – go with another receiver to make it six and four. I I just think there's not great value at the running back spot right here, and that's why I would rather take an upside pick at wide receiver and Harry or Pittman. Then and let's then, do Pittman. Quickly, before we do, did you guys see that Jamal Adams is still on the board? What do you think? Do you think A.J. Dillon eats into his workload enough that he's not yes. relevant this year? Uh, that's how I, I scouted it out. I don't Do want to say Jamal not Adams? relevant. Yeah. yeah, Jamal. Yeah. You said Jamal Adams. Oh, yeah. Jamal Williams. Yeah, I was yeah. confused, but I understood I what think, you said. Yeah, I think Dylan is going to get touches. Yeah, I think those two are going to be splitting more than P. 
people think off the bat. Uh, so I that's I would rather, like I said, I don't value the running backs here. Uh, I agree. Yeah, go on, Michael Pittman. That's fine with me. It's a high upside rookie. Maybe a reach, but yeah, that's that's what we're looking at here. Yeah, is you but, want the you want the the boom here. Um, yeah, so. he's, the, he's definitely going to be a guy that's harder to cut if we need to, but he could sit on our bench for five weeks until he finally does something. <laughs> yep, and then it's possible that he becomes when T.Y. Hilton inevitably gets hurt. It's possible that he becomes the top wide receiver out there. Um, so guys off the board, we saw Alexander Madison not go to the Dalvin Cook owner, so no handcuff there. Um, Reichwell Armstead, uh, Boston Scott, uh, the Ravens defense off the board in the 13th round is the first defense, Joshua Jesus. Kelly, uh, and then back to back tight ends in Dallas Goddard and Hayden Hurst, which brings us back to us in the 13th round. Right so, now, I think we're just looking for to fill the rest of it. Uh, I'd, I would probably lean running back here. And now you yeah. maybe take another high value handcuff. And I think it's pretty obvious that here it's Tony Pollard. Hmm. Um, in this scenario, and just because I've, I've drafted Carson Wentz a lot, I would consider doubling up on quarterback here, especially with Matt Ryan still sitting there, Matthew Stafford still sitting there. And knowing that these teams would probably take a second quarterback soon, I hate taking second quarterbacks, but if I'm drafting a guy that's getting hurt um, basically every season, I'd consider it at least. To me, if you take a second quarterback. Okay, Doug Peterson. To me, if you take a second quarterback, it rolls out a second tight end. I'm not keeping. Fair. That's fine. Tight end's easier to stream. They're both really easy to stream. It's true. I mean, you've got. I think you take Pollard. I, I lean Pollard as well, but Christian, if you want to go ahead and present your argument. So I, I don't hate the Pollard pick because I think that he is going to have value. Um, how or, much value? I'm not sure. Hold on. I do want to bring up, do we want to maybe we could wait and maybe pick uh, Darrington Evans or McFarland Jr. like next round. I don't want another. I don't think after going Pittman, I would not. I would like to avoid taking another rookie. But what I'm saying is, off the bat, Tony Pollard doesn't have a ton of value. They're going to feed Zeke a ton. They paid him, whereas Evans and McFarland aren't line for the 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 chance to get more work. And we're we're hoping these guys break out, kind of thing. But Evans, Evans in particular, is kind of behind. I mean, we already saw oh, how he wanted to use Henry as a workhorse last yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, Evans, is, would, Evans, Evans would be strictly a spell here and there in a receiving bag. See, but I think Pollard, in, in this point, I think Pollard's more valuable just based on if Zeke goes down. A, Pollard is a top 10 running back. B, you can flip him for a ton, especially to the, to the Zeke owner. Yeah, I I just wanted to bring up that option because, like I said, Pollard, no, I, Pollard I in a regular time, Pollard, yeah, though. yeah, regular type season, Pollard isn't getting you much. Yeah, I I can see it, and if we're not going to go a second quarterback now, maybe we can consider it with that last pick. I mean, <clears throat> there's a chance we get Baker Mayfield with our last pick. Right. I, there's a chance we get Matt Ryan with our last pick at this point. So, I, I'm cool with Tony Pollard here. Um, 
I wouldn't hate a stash of Rashad Penny, not to throw another name into the ring here, but I wouldn't hate to to reach on him and stash him because I think he's a stud when he comes back. Yeah, you could consider that, I think, in the 15th and 16th. That would definitely be something, especially if your league has an IR spot. Then I think you can definitely take Penny and throw him in there. But uh, so we went ahead and took Pollard. Uh, so now we're back on the clock. We saw in the top of the 14th, Edmonds, Justin Jackson, Adrian Peterson, Royce Freeman all go off the board. Um, and then so right now we are, have two more bench spots and a defense left. Uh, so I would say I'm okay with taking one of the two, either tight end or quarterback, but I think we could wait another round for that. So I say we go best player available again. And to okay. me, the best player available is probably DD Westbrook. Yeah. Uh, I th- honestly, oof, I don't know which ones went off the board. I think it'd be between best player and defense here. Yeah, l- let's take a look at defense really quick. So right now, the only two defenses to go were the Ravens and the 49ers, both gone in the 13th. Okay. But the Steelers sitting there is uh, pretty attractive. I, I don't like drafting defense high, but I don't if, like I don't have to, <laughs> if I don't have to stream a defense, that makes my life a lot easier. And if we got the Steelers defense and no one got hurt, which, of course, someone's going to get hurt. I don't know, man. I, 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 I find it – I just find if you try to rely on one defense for an entire season at any point – Bad things happen. Well, I mean, if you had the Patriots defense for 85, 90% of last year, you won almost every game. So that's, yeah, that's true, kind but of that was freakish. That was a combination. It was. Of it's, not, it's not super history, freakish. But every, it was the worst schedule in the history of the NFL, plus okay. a lot of weird touchdowns that you don't see a ton. Well, you do in that division, but I understand what you mean. <laughs> uh, no, it, it, that's. I just wanted to bring that up because drafting one in this round, you're trying to find that one of this year. Like, if you thought you found the best defense or top three, then you can pick it here. Otherwise, you pick a difference in philosophy then, because well, I don't touch a defense until the last round. But if that's what I, you guys want to do, it's I tend fine. to I tend to wait for kicker and defense the last two rounds as well. Uh, it's just what I've always done, but I always stream. So, like, mm-hmm. I just wanted to make that argument for Christian. What he brought up that yeah, it'd be nice not to stream, but I would personally probably take DD Westbrook here. Okay. Just, I mean, it's the last wide receiver two available, mm-hmm. <laughs> not yeah. overall, but on his team. I mean, right. Yeah. All right, so we'll go ahead and take Westbrook. Um, so we did see some quarterbacks come off the board in the back end or in the fifteenth. Uh, so some backups start to go, uh, and AJ Dillon, Darrington Evans, and Rashad Penny all go in the 14th round. In the 15th, Matt Stafford, Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff, Daniel Jones, which brings it back to us. If you're going to go back up quarterback here with our last bench spot, you're looking at Roethlisberger, Ryan Tannehill, Joe Burrow, with Burrow has the same bye week as Wentz, so that yeah. doesn't work. Or Kirk Cousins, and then defense. The Steelers are still on the board here in the 15th, as well as uh, well, Jack Doyle as the tight end. Or I know Christian 
we, you and I have been talking about Ian Thomas. That would be an interesting pick to put at the end of your bench. <clears throat> Jarwin, I, too. To to me, I say we take the Steelers defense who perennially get like four sacks a game and usually get a good amount of turnovers, especially when Minka came onto the scene. I say we go there and then just pick either tight end or quarterback, see what falls to us next round. Okay. And the Steelers are the second ranked defense for 2020, according to Fantasy Pros. Yeah. So we go there. So that fills our defense. So for the last pick in our draft coming up here, uh, then you did see some defenses come off the board in the 16th round, uh, as well as Tyrell Williams and then uh, Damien Harris, Paris Campbell, Justice Hill in the 14th, in the 15th, and Ben Roethlisberger. So I think we go either Ryan Tannehill, who is the top quarterback, or Kirk Cousins here, either backup quarterback, or we go backup tight end. I would say Ian Thomas. Um, yes, because I I could see Ian Thomas. I, you know, I love my boy Herndon, but uh, I know you don't want shares of the Gase offense, which is understandable. And Herndon coming off of a large injury. I just think Chris Herndon is the cheapest potential tight end one you'll find. Whereas I don't, I think Ian Thomas or Blake Jarwin could have weeks. But I think Chris Herndon, if he's healthy, I mean, he's shown that he's Sam Darnold's favorite target. They only added Denzel Mims. But also here, like, I'd, I'd want to draft someone that I feel comfortable cutting after week one. And maybe that's Herndon. I mean, if or maybe it's another receiver or running back because you're going to go to the waivers and looking at our team, like we would never want to cut Pollard or Pittman. Preston Williams, maybe, but Randy and I would never. You and, can uh, maybe cut DD too, though. Yeah. Perhaps, but I don't is think you're going to find that out week one well, with if, Chenault. If, if, if Chenault is healthy and if it goes more Chark and Chenault, then, and especially because we have Chark already. What, what rookie like guys are here that we could take a shot on that we could? So right now, I see Anthony McFarland, but besides that. So yep, you're looking at Anthony McFarlane. Um, so I'm trying to I'm trying to think of guys that could still be there that could really make an impact. Um, did Joshua Kelly come off the board? DJ Dallas. Yes, he did. DJ Dallas, Dallas would be a perfect pick. And then receiver wise, you do have Shane Hall, but obviously we have the two Jags, so that's kind of out. Brandon Ayuk would be kind of interesting here. Um, Ooh. What is what about or or KJ I Hamler? Like, I like Ayuk, uh, Hamler. Is Brian Edwards still on the board? I oh think gosh, that's a Brian Edwards. I think that's a high upside as well. But I would yep. pick Ayuk. Honestly, I would pick Ayuk or McFarland, and then if it's quarterback, I oh whatever's not a quarterback that's not in the same buy. I really wouldn't care. I and would that, say Cousins. For me personally, I would pick Jack Doyle out of those tight ends. Um, we know Rivers prolifically throws short, and he loves his tight ends. Like, I mean, he him. And, I'm okay. Sorry, <laughs> him and Antonio Gates be, carried an offense, and then he threw to Hunter Henry a ton and made him relevant. So I would be on board with Ayuk. I say I think Ayuk has the best upside here. Yeah, 
Okay. It, it's a little scary drafting two rookie receivers, but one of them will hit. Well, that's I think what I'm saying. And we're but, not. I mean, you're talking our fifth. That would be our arguably sixth and eighth receivers. Yeah, we did it. And I and I would be comfortable cutting Ayuk if we needed to. Right. Uh, after a couple of weeks, because obviously Shanahan has an enormous playbook that's hard to get all the way, but yeah. he's going to be using their top round one receiver as much as possible with Debo and Kittle. Well, that wraps up the draft here. Um, so our our final roster: Carson Wentz, Miles Sanders, Chris Carson, Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, DJ Chark, Noah Fant, Devin Singletary, Raheem Mostert. Steelers defense, Christian Kirk, Preston Williams, Michael Pittman Jr., Tony Pollard, D.D. Westbrook, Brandon Ayuk. And if anyone cares, we got a 91 out of 100 based on Fantasy Pro's rankings. So we did well there. Oh, yeah. We yeah, are that's five. a good grade for them. We can, uh, if anyone's interested, uh, we can maybe share this draft board just to see how the mock draft is going. But that's the end of our mock draft. I, I, I like our team. I thought... Um, I thought we we did kind of differ on a couple of picks. I kind of had to secede to you guys um, a couple <laughs> times, especially you know we're louder. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, do you guys have any closing comments? Uh, I I think we have really top tier receivers with a good amount of shots down the board that should get a lot of targets. And in my opinion, we have four stud running backs and a the best probably the best handcuff in football in Tony Pollard. So. Uh, we definitely need one of those two rookies to hit, in my opinion, but that's really just to give us another fighter for wide receiver three and a flex on our team. <laughs> yeah. I definitely yeah. think we're deep at receiver and we can maybe flip a couple guys for a yeah. better running back to pair with these guys too if we had to. Yeah. I do yeah. want to point out that there wasn't a quarterback that went after Wentz the next round, so we could have waited. I'm just saying, but uh, <laughs> I just had to say it. It just. It, that's just it proves to me more that you can't wait and still get a guy like Matt Ryan, uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, Matt Stafford that you're going to be super comfortable with, and you also don't mind having to pick up someone else if they have a really so, bad matchup. So the last thing before we get out of here, you guys are both on the bounce back Baker Mayfield fantasy season this year. Um, I mean, kind I, of. <laughs> so yes, but not to the extent that people might hope for. All right, uh, let me ask you, does he finish top 12? No. I think there's a chance. I, I really want to see what our stats come out to. I know Christian did them, but I also argued with Christian for about an hour to get them better. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do, I'm really curious because, I mean, there's a lot, there's a slew of quarterbacks that are fighting for that like 7 to 14 position this year that it's going to be really interesting. And Baker's one of the few that isn't going to run. So that might hinder him more. Uh, it's yeah. going to be close. I, I think he'll be way more efficient, but I don't think his numbers come up too much because I think they're going to focus on the run because they went and they got Jack Conklin. They have Nick Chubb. They have Kareem Hunt for a full year. I think Baker has a, I, I agree with Randy that he has a chance to be top 12, but I think we're more looking at like QB 15 for fantasy which is well, fine because I think that he's going to be a good NFL quarterback and maybe not necessarily yeah. a good fantasy quarterback. And the argument I brought up to you yesterday, between QB 9 and 15, it could all be a difference of two touchdowns. So that's yeah. 
that's what I'm saying. And Baker has every chance of the same as anyone else to throw 30 plus touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think, uh, I think that was a pretty successful first mock draft of the 2020 season, our mock draft 1.0, if you will. Um, other than that, uh, just, uh, again, if you're interested in writing for the cut, just shoot us a DM on any of our platforms at the cut FFL. Uh, we'll get in touch with you. We'll see what we can come up with. Uh, leave us a review on Apple podcast. Uh, we want it, like I said, we want to get our name out there as much as we can. Uh, so tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors, tell that person that you don't really like, because then they'll listen to us. We'll get a listen and they'll hate us just like you do. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, boys, anything else before we get out of here for the night? Nope. I love our team. I'm excited for our next mock draft, whenever that may be. Yeah, it be won't be next. Yeah, that'll be in a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> we got we got a little bit more to take care of. <laughs> so yep. we'll be coming at you again this weekend. So stay tuned for Christian Williams, Randy Hall. I'm Sean Ward. We'll see you later. We gone.